Hi, we're the Sherpa sisters from Malaysia. Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created myenglishmatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes, or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? This episode is an audio replay of one of our live sessions on the My English Matters Facebook page. Because it was live and on video, you may hear us make reference to slides, notes, or viewer comments. Hi there, Assalamualaikum. I'm Madam Azima from myenglishmatters.com. I am so excited because today we are going to be learning the B verb and fixing common mistakes. Now, for those who are not familiar with our work, My English Matters, we help second language learners learn English, use English uh, through our programs and workshops like Communicate with Confidence and Members Monthly version. Okay, there you go. So, how many verbs, how many B verbs are there, everybody? Eight. Thank you very much. M, R, is, was, were, been, being and be. The be verb is the most commonly used verb in the English language, yet it can be tricky to use because it comes in many forms. So the be verb, as I've said before, the present tense form, the past tense form was were, and then the past participle form been is used with has, have, or had, as in has been, have been, had been, and then present participle, so don't worry about the names here, don't worry, um, but I do want to give you the name just in case, yeah, but the present participle form, which is being, so you use being with am, am being, are being, was being, were being, and um, they are being difficult is an example, and then the last one is the infinitive form, which is be by itself. And be is used with modal verbs like will, will be, would be, could be, should be. Okay, so eight forms there. Clear, great. Now let's take a look at some meanings of be, right? Now be, we use be to talk about identity. For example, your background, your profession, relationship, your nationality, your age. So for example, you would state, um, you know, general truths. You can use the present tense form, okay? So, examples are, I am Azima. I am Malaysian. Nurul and Alif are doctors. I am a former lecturer, okay? To refer to the past, use was or were depending on how many subjects there are in that sentence so 
I was a lecturer. Now, I was a lecturer. So I'm talking about my former occupation. So if you look at that one, number four, when we looked at the previous one, I am a former lecturer. I am a former lecturer. So you don't need to say I was a former lecturer. But for this one, I was a lecturer. Okay. Nurul and Alif were my students. Nurul and Alif were my students. So sorry about the numbering there. So why, why do we use were for Nurul and Alif? Because there are more than one subject there. So Nurul and Alif, they. So it's plural. So you have to use were. Okay. Clear, everybody? Okay. Moving on. To talk about characteristics, behavior, and personality. So we have subject plus the be verb plus an adjective. She, subject, is friendly. They are generous. You are being silly. You're being silly. So here I'm using you are being silly. So what I mean here is that it is a temporary characteristic at the moment of speaking. You're being silly. It's different from, I can still say you are silly, but that means I'm accusing you of being silly, of you're, you're a silly man by nature. But I say you're being silly. It's just your behavior at the moment of speaking because I'm using the ing form there. Now, how do we turn these sentences into the past tense? Use was or were. So how would we do number one? She is friendly. It would be, she was or she were? She was friendly. What about number two? They was or they were? Past tense. Because they're not generous anymore. They were generous. Okay. You're being silly? You were being silly last night okay you were being silly so we're talking about the past here so i hope everybody is clear okay number three to talk about feelings and situations so again subject plus a be verb plus an adjective so here i'm talking about feelings and situations so examples are i am interested he is excited. This book is interesting. They are hungry. Okay, so am, is, and are there. Those are be verbs. Now, the challenge here. How do we change these sentences into questions? Question form. How do I do that? What do we have to move? Here's a clue. We move am to the front, so I want you to do the rest. Am, and then subject, and then adjective. Am I interested? Am I interested? So try to do number two, three, and four. Oh. Okay. Number two would be, is he excited? Number three. Is this book interesting? 
And then number four, are they? Are they hungry? So what do we see there? We're moving the be verb to the front and then the subject and then the adjective. Simple, right? And of course you put the question mark there. Okay, good. Now we also use the be verb to refer to a location, right? For example, they are at home. Another example is, the airport is near my house. And that's the truth. Because sometimes I hear airplanes outside. <laughs> right, the airport is near my house and the food is on the table. So they, the subject, are, and then I'll put the location at home. The airport subject, the food subject. After the subject, we have a, a be verb. Okay, all right. Now, I want you to change these sentences into negative statements using not. How do we do that? Change these sentences into negative statements using not. How do we do that? Simply put not after the be verb. They are not at home. Okay, so you still have to have the be verb. You cannot say they not at home, which is a common mistake. I especially um, detect this among Malaysians. They, they just say they're not at home. They not without, they are not without the R. So we should have the be verb there. Don't skip the be verb. What about the airport is near my house? Oh, that's a good one, Din. Aren't at home, exactly. If you want to contract that, you can say, aren't yeah aren't they aren't at home or are not at home if it's difficult for you to say aren't or aren't then you don't have to contract are not okay the airport is not near my house correct the food is not on the table yes correct there yep thank you Okay, what about, oh, um, isn't near my house. It's also acceptable, very good, because we are talking about contracting is not together into isn't, yes. As the more natural way, especially when you're speaking, so we'd use isn't, isn't. Yes, correct. Okay, number five. We also use the be verb to talk about time. Oh, it is 10.30. We are late. Today is the deadline. Today is the deadline. All right. Now, how do we change the sentences into question forms? How do we do that? How do we change these sentences into question forms? I've already taught you earlier on. Put the be verb to the front. And then the subject. Let's see. Is it 10.30? Number two, are we late? Okay, good. Can see the answers, right? What about number three? Number three, oh, 
Do we have two versions of this? Okay, let's see. I'm waiting for you guys to do number three. Right, so Nigel Fernandez, is today the deadline? Okay, is today the deadline? Okay, good. I have two versions. Is the deadline today? And is today the deadline? Both are acceptable. Okay. All right. Oh, you want to put when is the deadline? So, OP Gaza, when is the date line? Deadline. The correct term is deadline. Deadline. Okay. You can ask, you can use the WH question, when is the deadline? But I want you to use that exact structure, today's the deadline, and then put the B verb so that we're still using that same, the same words, but different structure. But make sure you're not confused with the term deadline versus date line. Okay. All right. Great. Great, guys. Thank you. Okay. Now, let's talk about using be in the continuous tense. Now, be, this is what we do. When we want to use be in the continuous tense, you'll have the be verbs, right, plus the ing verbs. So, am plus ing verb. I'm having a good time. So, I'm, I'm I've contracted I with am, so it becomes... I'm, it's more natural, I'm having a good time, have, you have to put that in the ing form, I'm having a good time, so it's not I'm have. What about are plus ing verb, examples, uh, an example is, they are listening right now, they are listening right now. Number three is plus ing verb, he's playing a video game. He's playing a video game. So as you can see there, I've contracted uh, H-E apostrophe S for he is or she is playing a video game. Was plus ing verb. So it could be she or he or I was talking to the boss. So this is the past tense continuous form. Okay. Were plus ing verb, you were going to say something. You were going to say something. So this is how we use the be in the continuous tense. Okay. All right. Now, the problem is when we miss out or we just don't add the be verb before the ing verb. And this is a common mistake made by second language learners. So I would like for you to correct the errors using the present tense and an example is i taking notes right now it should be i am taking notes right now where's the ing verb taking so before the ing verb you have to add the be verb and because we're talking about i we have to add am so i am taking notes right now or i'm i want to contract i'm taking notes right now and i want you to do 10 of these I going to exercise every day. This virus impacting millions of people. He helping me with work. What's missing? Number four, we going to order lunch. Number five, I only joking. 
Okay, I only joking. I want to highlight joking there, not only. My colleague always asking me to repeat myself. I feeling good about myself. I preparing the points right now, and she telling the truth. And they talking about the football game. So there's ten there. What's missing? What's missing? Okay. Right. So I want you guys to try that out. Okay. So I want it to be in the present tense form. Okay. Good. All right. So I'll reveal the answer soon. Okay, I want you to see the pattern. Because <clears throat> sometimes we rush, especially when we speak. So we omit, we don't use the be verb before the in verb. So we're like saying, oh, I'm only joking. It should be, I'm only joking. So I'm giving away number five. Okay, great, guys. Okay, good. So that's, you guys, clear. We have to add the be verb before the ing verb. Okay, good. So I'm going to show you the answers. Okay. I'm going to exercise every day. This virus is impacting millions of people. He's helping me with work. We are going to order lunch. So I'm, you, I'm using the contracted forms there. I'm only joking. So joking there. Okay. My colleague is always asking me to repeat myself. Is, and then we have the adverb always in between, and then asking. I'm feeling good about myself. I'm preparing the points right now. Number nine, she's telling the truth. And number 10, they're talking about the football game. Okay, good. All right. 10 out of 10, everybody, hopefully. Yes. Okay, let's take a look at um, mistake number two. Mistake number two is when we use the be verb with another verb. So I have selected some verbs that we often confuse, like, do you put the am there? Um, but so you should not be putting the am, the be verb there, okay? So this is what I see often. Students write this. I appreciate your help. So we have the be verb and then another verb. Or I am agree with you or I'm agree with you. So agree is a verb. I would do anything for you, okay? Would is a verb. Do is a verb. What's going on? Number four, she is needs your help. Needs is also a verb. So is is, a be verb. He is disagree with you. Be verb is, disagree is a verb. What's wrong? Number six, he was arrived yesterday. Was is a be verb. Arrived is a verb. What's going on? What is wrong? So the answer is, it's wrong because you're using the be verb with another verb. So what 
should we do? How do we edit this? Can you guys give it a go? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Try this out. I want to see some of you guys trying this out, especially this one. I want you to train your brain not to use the be verb with another verb. You can use the be verb with an ing verb, like we've just talked about just now, but not the be verb with another verb in this sort of sentence, okay? Maybe because we don't know. We, we like, oh, I didn't know that agree is a verb. Appreciate is a verb. Like is a verb. Love is a verb. I would say verbs are confusing and tricky. So I love teaching about verbs. Okay. Right. Right, okay. I can see the answers coming in. Okay, great. We'll give you a few more seconds. Okay. Right. Now let's reveal the answers. Okay. I appreciate your help. That means you have to remove the be verb. Leave the other verb there, I appreciate your help. I agree with you, number two. I would do anything for you. Would is a verb, it's a modal verb. Number four, she needs your help. Mm -hmm. Number five, he disagrees with you and number six he arrived yesterday so remove the be verb in that sentence that contains in a sentence that contains another verb okay Nora Zahira I'm appreciating your help it, it's not natural to put appreciate as an ing verb in this in this sense uh, zahira so it would be i appreciate your help okay because there's another issue here about which verbs accept the ing form okay so i i appreciate your help would be more natural than i'm appreciating your help okay Anybody else um, has a question? Okay, great. You guys clear? So I've chosen the verbs that are confusing and we often see it in emails and people asking us and they'll say, oh, I'm agree, I'm don't understand or I'm not understand. So don't, don't put I'm not, I don't. That's another issue. Okay. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number two. Let's go on to mistake number three. Using be with been. Using a be verb with been. So this is incorrect. And I want you to think about, now how do I I'll fix this? How? So in writing, how do you fix this? 
She is been here before. I was been waiting for you. He is been generous. So is, was, and is there, those are be verbs. So it's wrong. So how do we fix that? And it's also incorrect to use been by itself. It's, for example, I been frustrated with the whole situation. Okay. So what do we do? So you can't just use been by itself. What should we do instead? Okay. So the answer is use has or have or had with been. Hmm. That's the answer. So how do we do number one, two, and three, and number four? So with been, do not use a be verb. Instead, use has, have, or had, depending on the tense. Okay. She, what do you think? She have or she has? She has been here before. Hmm. Okay. Number two. I have, now have, not has. I have been waiting for you. Okay. Number three. He. He and she, same. So. He has been generous. Okay. Remember I said it's incorrect to use been by itself. Subject plus been. No. Must be subject plus has, have or had plus been. That's how we use been. Been should not be used by itself. So what's number four? I have been frustrated with the whole situation. So how many of you are now noticing the mistakes that you make? You're like, oh, all right. Oh, I've, I didn't know that. Now I know. That's why you're here, right? Okay. Okay. So are you guys clear? Clear? Let's do that again. Using be with been is incorrect. Instead, you have to use has, have, or had with been. Using been by itself is also incorrect. Even though you might hear it like in a slang form. Oh, I've been here before. I, You know, when you're speaking, especially if you're speaking quite fast you might not even hear have you, you you can't hear it because it's like i've been here before so they just say i've been here before but when you write you have to be careful you have to insert has have or had okay all right great so that's mistake number three are you guys making that mistake but no more right no more inshallah okay
Let's do number, mistake number four. Wrong subject verb agreement, incorrect subject verb agreement. Incorrect. I would like for you to fix it. The children was restless. These documents is full of mistakes. The women, the women is brave. Okay. What do you see? How do we fix that? Subject verb agreement. That means the subject has to agree the number of subjects. It must agree with the verb. So what's the verb? What's the verb here? The plural verb or the singular verb? What do you guys think? The children, plural form there, children. The children were, that's right, Swahila. The children were restless. So let's maintain the tense. We're doing the past tense form here for number one. And number two, let's maintain the present tense. These documents are, because documents, there's air, there are, are S there, are. Okay? The women, the women, right? More than one. So the women are brave. Okay? The women are brave. Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. Got it? There's um, another common mistake that uh, second language learners make, um, not just second language learners, actually, everybody, especially when we are like, you know, writing fast and then you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Singular subject, plural subjects. Oh, you know, you didn't catch it. And then you have to catch the verb as well. <clears throat> you have to match so that there's agreement. So if you're editing your work, always, always look at the verbs and then look at the subjects. Do they agree? It is tricky yet, because verbs are tricky. Right, let's talk about common mistake number five, using the tenses incorrectly. So this is incorrect. So study this entire, uh, this, whole, this whole sentence, okay? Before starting my company, I am a lecturer. So, hmm, what's going on there? Before starting my company, I am a lecturer. So am is present tense. So what should I put instead? Okay. And number two, she is born in 2009. Correct form. Before starting my company, I'm talking about the past. So before I did this, my English matters, I was a lecturer at a university. Not I am, because I'm no longer a lecturer at a university. I was, you see that? Okay. What about number two? This is actually a passive form. This is actually a passive form. So yes, she was born in 2009. This is a passive sentence. She was born. In 2009 but we're not talking about passive today we're not I'm not teaching you about passive maybe that will be another another time okay 
Great. So we have talked about five common mistakes. I've also talked about using the be verb, how to use the be verbs correctly. And now I have for you a final test. I have 10 questions for you to do. Let's do this. Okay. I want you to identify the errors. Okay. This is the final test. Try to get 10 out of 10 for this one. So I'll read it out loud, but you can, you can um, type as fast as you can the answers. Okay. Final test. Detect the errors. Number one. I'm come from Malaysia. Number two, I'm will listen next time. Number three, I'm prefer to eat at home. Number four, I'm completely understand. Number five, I am born in Selangor. Number six, my son doing his homework upstairs. Number seven, they was tired. Number eight, the cats is hungry. Number nine, my neighbours is Japanese. Number ten, the husband and wife is scientists. Detect the verb. I would like for you to find the verb in the sentence. Do you have to change it somehow? Delete something? What do you think? Okay, I would like for you to give it a go. Give it a go. I'll give you guys two minutes to do it. Okay, let's see. Try to get 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Or at least 9. 9 out of 10. Okay, let's see. Type as fast as you can, <laughs> if possible. Are you guys using your phone or a laptop? Okay. One more minute. Wow, Yashwini is finished. Okay, let me check Yashrini's while you guys uh, type your answers. Okay, all right, okay. Let me reveal the answers. I come from Malaysia, not I'm. Number two, I will listen next time. So will is actually a modal verb. So you cannot have am and then another verb, remember? I prefer to eat at home. I completely understand. Understand is a verb. You can have the completely there. You can have completely there. So don't have to remove completely. Just remove the be verb. Number five, I was born in Selangor. Number six, my son is doing his homework upstairs. Number seven, they, they were tired. So I would like for you to maintain the past tense. They were tired. If you want to write they are tired, then you're changing the tense. Okay? 
The cats is hungry should be the cats are hungry. Are be verb there. Cats are plural. Number nine, my neighbors. Again, plural there. More than one. My neighbors are Japanese. And number 10, same thing. Look at the subject. How many? There's two, husband and wife. The husband and wife are scientists. 10 out of 10, everybody, hopefully. All right. Yay. Well done. Well done, everybody. Well done. You can see me clapping. Okay, here. Okay, great. So I hope that has been helpful for you. And I just wanna, I want to give you a final tip, which is do not translate the B verb into Malay because I just want to say the closest translation is Yelah Adalah, right? For example, my name is Azimah, nama saya Yelah Azimah, right? But in Malay, Yelah is not necessary when you say nama saya Azimah, saya Azimah. So you might think the closest translation is Yelah or Adalah, but that's not true because in standard English, you must still use the be verb when you introduce yourself. For example, I, I'm Azimah. I am Azimah. I'm Azimah. I still have to use the be verb. Um, my name is Azimah. See, I still have to use it. I can't run away from not using it. Okay. For Azimah is my name. Okay. The name is Azimah. Right. So, can't run away from using the be verb. So don't translate the B verb into Malay. Into Malay, don't try it. Don't do that. You just get confused. So you have to study the B verbs, how to use, when not to use, what's happening, what's the pattern. And so thank you so much, you guys, for joining us and participating. And if you like this, do press the share button. Tell everybody about My English Matters. And I would like for you to go to myenglishmatters.com to get seven tips to speak English with confidence, right? So check out what we do. And if you're ready, perhaps one day you can become one of our students and you want to learn more in depth with worksheets, with Zoom sessions, then become a subscriber by going to myenglishmatters.com because we also give you seven tips to speak English with confidence. So with that, thank you so much, everybody. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence, where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.